Clary, cut this back into the beginning. Okay. Here we go. Oh, fuck you. So, guys, I have some really big news. Or, not just me, but, like, both Clary and I. Um, he speaks for both we, of us. As per usual. I have really big news that um, we <laughs> here at Two Girls, One Brain Cell. Incorporated. LLC.edu. Um, <laughs> Period. So true. We've received our first non-five-star on Apple Podcasts. In fact, it wasn't just not five. It was one. It was one star. Bringing our average down to 4.9, where it was previously at a solid 50, 50 <laughs> at a solid five. <clears throat> but the thing is, is that the total ratings didn't change. We had 52 ratings of all five stars and we still have 52 ratings and one of them is now one star meaning that some one of you bitches changed your mind fucking uh got real sick and tired of us <laughs> and decided to like take take the door off its fucking hinges on their way out what was the final straw? Yeah. Just so we can learn you and can grow. You can submit an- anonymously on our website, but like, please don't because that'll like really, that'll really ruin us. <laughs> or send it into my DMs. I'm stronger than Nick. Or mail it to Clarey, her address. And get out of here. Rise and shine. We had a very so what you don't know oh we're starting with a bang what you don't know is that i like literally sprinted up to my balcony and like ripped into half a joint just now and these joints are so big like the one half is worth like a one so let's see where we're going yes it's 2 12 p.m don't talk to me about that (laughs) Why would you not tell me? Why do I have to be the sober one this week? You don't have girl, go 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 find your delta, go find your nine. I don't believe in doing drugs, drugs. actually, so You've always said that. You know I have oh God. since day one. Like literally since nineteen ninety seven, I'm I've always said I've been like Clary's always said that. I stay off drugs and I stay on the Bible. Um, so I want to address the elephant in the room really quickly, which is the bathroom behind you. Jesus. Tension on my side might be high oh. because my OCD is being challenged oh. in a way I'd never even imagine. And I was on time. So Nick was on time, yeah. but um, I was forced to was empty my time. entire bathroom contents into mm-hmm. baskets and stick them in another room because my upstairs neighbor's shower is leaking. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Every week it's the- a new it's a new th- and like it's not that I didn't believe you. <laughs> it's not that I didn't believe you about these people, but it is something to hear about you being like, "Oh my god, my fucking upstairs neighbor's like won't shut the fuck up." It's another thing to be stranded on Clary's couch on December 26th. In a snow, Absolutely. in a snowstorm, not knowing if you're ever going to see your family ever again, and then you don't, and then it's two, and, and it's two a.m. and you hear like the Hunger Games upstairs, but it's like there's an age cap of three years old. Like it was a fucking circus. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. There's toddlers above me. Like, I want, I understand. I was one. <laughs> I don't love the way that their mother talks to them all the time. And if you can hear me, hey, girl, I can hear you. And it makes me very uncomfortable. These walls are very fucking thin. Girl, what did she say? She's just mean. <gasps> to her toddlers? Yeah. No. I know. Oh, God. Oh, bummer. CPS. Ooh. Like, literally. Yeah. Sorry, what if you and I worked for C- CPS? We were like both like agents who worked together. That would be so like, fucked we up. We would get nothing. That would be done. So, okay. One, we would get nothing done, and then like the one case we would have, we would like really fuck up. We like we would make the situation like worse than when we <laughs> first started. We would like incriminate the wrong person. We'd do we would like, we'd, like throw the kid in jail. <laughs> Literally, we're like, oh, we weren't supposed to beat the kid up. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on the, I'm on the dad side here. Like, she's fucking annoying. Uh, <laughs> hey, dude, I get it. Yeah, I'd fucking hit her too. Um, I think domestic violence is hysterical. It's the only it's the funny only thing. thing I find it, funny. And you've always, said I've that. always, she's said always that. said that. <laughs> Another fun update for the listeners, you guys. Um. Me and me and Gloria have been diagnosed with Tourette's. <laughs> Tourette's schizophrenia. Yes, um, that one's just you. Yeah, a light case of BPD for you. We got the diagnoses back, and it was all the same, except Clare also has schizophrenia, mm-hmm. which means she's making this all up right now. <laughs> Uh, we both have DID and our multiverses mm-hmm. actually collide. So <laughs> it's like a it's like a shared <laughs> a shared case oh, of God. DID. Are we offending? No, a friend of mine sent a friend of mine sent me like a screenshot of a TikTok that was like mental illness TikTok has ruined some of you guys. Like not every bad experience is trauma. Not every, not everyone you don't like or disagree with is a narcissist. Like you don't have to like have a super one hundred percent strength opinion on everything. Bouncing off that, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to address my TikTok fame really quick. Wait, what? I said I would like to. <laughs> no, address I heard my you. TikTok I heard you. I, what? Are you TikTok? Fans? I had a. No, I had a TikTok get 150,000 views. Bitch! Oh my god. That's a great story. It was the one of me cleaning a grease trap. But I yeah. said something on the like the text on the video. said something about like the job that I'm like trauma bonded to. Which, in my case, I would say is like... No, yeah. It's, it's a bit of an over-exaggeration, but it is, it is my truth at the end of the day. I did have people in the comments saying, you guys don't know what trauma bond means and it shows. And I was like... Did you work at with me? Like, fuck you. <laughs> you 14-year-old on TikTok. Someone who just learned about, like, the idea of trauma in, like, their eighth grade health class. We've come so <laughs> far with the, like, let's be open and vulnerable about mental illness that now everyone is mental Ill, mentally ill. And now yes. everyone is, like, gatekeeping mental illness. Yes. It's, like, this weird like pendulum swing i'm like oh we're doing so good everyone's like being open and vulnerable and it's like oh no 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 not everyone has tourette's not everyone has did yeah oh shit in our case your did isn't correct no i mean obviously we do yeah yeah yeah. no for sure we invented did we we were the first we were the first alters i 
And also, okay, with DID specifically, why did we? Why are we talking about this with DID specifically? It's like, isn't there some? I don't have an opinion really on this either way because I've never really looked into it. But isn't there some like? That's not like a proven, proven thing of like having like twenty personalities within you who are like distinct people with their own memories. I am not a doctor or a scientist, what? so I can't say, but I did watch United States of Terra um, <laughs> previews, not the actual show, just the previews, and I take those as fact, as law, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to say it is proven and it is scientifically possible. Clare's moral compass is entirely <laughs> guided by the previews to Showtime's United States of Terra starring Tony Collette, and I've always said that. <laughs> I make all of my decisions in life based on Tony Collette and yeah. her um, yeah. discography. What's it called for an actor? Her F- filmography. Filmography. Yeah. Sorry, once again, not a scientist <laughs> or a doctor. Not a wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I am a smith, but not a wordsmith. <laughs> that was cheap. <laughs> yeah, but the fun part was I didn't intentionally do that. Anyways. Okay. Hey Nick, how's your week been? Oh God, what what is it? Wednesday? Ay, ay. You tell me, bestie. Yeah, it's Wednesday. I had Monday off, which was nice. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's been good. Let's see. On f- let's see. Okay. <clears throat> Last Friday, I watched The Lost Daughter on Netflix, which stars Olivia Coleman. It's directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. And it has Olivia Coleman and Dakota Johnson in it. Um, okay. Our number one. And and we've always said that. It was so true. Um, ride the horse. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> doing it again. Doctor. Oh, oh. All right. Yeah. Let me call upon my doctor altar. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. We were diagnosed with DID by Nick's <laughs> doctor altar. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, one of my altars is a doctor, and he diagnosed me. <laughs> Girl, literally. That's what TikTok is. Oh literally. god! Ride the horse. Oh my god! <laughs> well, but after I talk about the lost daughter, I want to go back to something about TikTok mental illness. Sure, I'm sure this Lost Daughter content is going to be really important and not going to get cut. I'm sure you're going to, like, listen back to this later and be like, oh, like, this was actually, like, an incredible, like, almost, like, touching conversation that I did not expect. Do you feel like I'm your Lost Daughter? To commence, yeah. It's about (laughs) us. Where's my daughter? Jehovah's (laughs) lost his daughter. No, I... I, Sorry. So, long story short, it's just, it's literally, it's based on a book and it's about a woman who goes on a vacation to Greece mm-hmm. and she meets this young mother and it reminds her of when she was a young mother of two and like that's the movie like that's literally that's that, that's it and it was like riveting <laughs> it was so good it like it kept hinting that it was like gonna become like a thriller or horror movie like it had that feeling Mm -hmm. and that's kind of the way it was shot it felt it felt like it could go into like a scary territory very very easily but it never did 
but it but but you still love that. you still like retain it's like edging it's like you still retain all that tension you know mm. um but you know pretty much the movie's about like you told me when <laughs> you already explained it next oh my god oh my god anyways it's about like how some mothers actually hate being moms or like are really irritated by their kids or like and like the shame and guilt that goes along with that and just like it was very interesting and something i feel like pretty much never gets like discussed like anywhere is like the very real fact that some people like loki just like don't like their kids like they love them and like have that but inter- but they're just like oh my god i just hate spending time with this motherfucker and uh but then like the combination of guilt that comes with that feeling um is just really fascinating and it was like it was really it was really really good so i watched that on friday really it's on really that quick tangent yeah off of that i okay when people ask me if i want to have kids i my response often is like i mean i don't really know probably not and mainly because Unless Nick I is the have, <laughs> well, duh. Um, if we've figured out that Nick's not infertile, um, I don't know. You just strike me as an infertile man. <laughs> <laughs> Chlorate, my semen is potent. I will say that much. Potent. <laughs> Get me pregnant through this FaceTime call, baby. Um, <clears throat> my semen is laden with sperm. I feel like people don't i mean i could be very wrong but a lot of the time it seems like people just have a baby because they're cute and because like they have that like maternal instinct and don't really take the time to think about like am i gonna want a kid in five to ten years yeah and the essentially everything else in life you there is an exit plan for you can get a divorce you can sell your house you can quit your job you can sell your car like whatever but with kids, you can't really just, Kill like, them. abandon them. Yeah, you can't just, like, put them on the street and say, good luck. I mean, I guess you No, could, but, that's, but like, like, that's, like, what Casey Anthony is. No, I know. Like, I'm, like, crazy. the only other option is killing yourself. So, like, and, like, I'm far too selfish for that. So, I guess it's kill my kids or leave them at the Salvation Army or whatever the fuck you do with them if you don't want them. And I know that it's, like rare that you genuinely like don't like your kids and like totally mm-hmm. regret like 100% regret motherhood yes but that is like a big enough fear in me that would make me not want to have kids at all that's Just, valid yeah I'm too flighty you know what I mean yeah I mean and it's definitely good that you have the like self-awareness to like know yourself about that because most people like I'm I feel sm- like most I'm too smart to be a mom people so true so true you i've literally always said that she literally always does guys she said that here first and last because like no it doesn't even worth bear repeating you know anyways my mom said one time that like the like the people who would make the best parents are the ones who don't have kids and i'm like so what are you saying about yourself there girl boss because not having kids is the best choice (laughs) the human race should end in a hundred years 50 i literally girl boss i'm so stupid (laughs) i literally almost said there should be a tv show about like a worldwide like issue with fertility 
and I'm like, oh, that's that that is Handmaid's Tale. Like that that is what the show is. <laughs> when I do you remember when I invented libraries in my mind? Remember in fifth grade when I thought I invented porn? Enlighten me, Nick. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was in like fifth grade, and I was like, oh, I could just go to like Google Images and be like man no shirt enter <laughs> and i'm like i'm a fucking genius oh my god i'm like wait wait wait. You, there's probably stuff on the internet that i that would that would make me happy you're like what if i could see stepbrothers kissing each other google.com <laughs> i'm like what if i could see like a seven percy person incest orgy what if i could do that <laughs> um but back to Back to TikTok Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, <laughs> Period. Let's hear it. January is TikTok Mental Health Awareness Month. My favorite month to celebrate. <laughs> when people. <laughs> My favorite month is May when Diana Spencer was born. <laughs> <laughs> we would never. <laughs> I... I'm so scared of vomit. <laughs> I am though. I really am. Can I have questions oh. about that? So put a pin in that about one. my vomit fear. Yeah. yeah, cool. We can talk about it. Pinned. Um, consider, <laughs> consider it pinned. And they never spoke of it again. Okay, talk about TikTok mental illness. Well, my point being is like, it's it's just like the as you were saying the like pendulum swing, I guess, mm-hmm. of like. That was a big word for me. That was, no, I'm proud of you. Um, Thank and, you. Yeah, good job. So, <laughs> good job. Um, so, sorry. Uh, the pendulum swings from it being like stigmatized and like something that people are ashamed to talk about and like feel embarrassed to admit and like it's very hush hush, and then it just starts getting talked about more and more, and people are like, "Oh my god, destigmatize it." destigmatize like met taking your medicine and like going to therapy and like taking care of yourself and like it's okay to be a narcissist <laughs> but <laughs> narcissism yeah. turned into a diagnosis and so now now it's been like so destigmatized <laughs> we're like re-stigmatize mental illness the mission yeah we, we should be bullying a little, a little bit more, more. But now it's been destigmatized so much to the point that it's like, like a fun personality trait, almost that people mm-hmm. like, choose like or like a fun like identity marker or whatever. I always find it really weird when people list like their entire identity and their like bios and stuff, and it like includes like mental like, health. Buy me a fucking drink first, like, my, Jesus <laughs> like Christ. Mental health diagnoses, like familial trauma, like. <laughs> cultural like, cultural trauma I'm like, like i am the daughter of anorexics you couldn't burn yeah. like what i you're lucky if i put my fucking age in my bio you don't get to know my trauma from a you have to go to patreon for that no literally or not patreon. you just gotta go to spotify and leave a review yeah spotify has reviews now so okay what's on the on the agenda today <laughs> the agenda, Nicole? Um, the agenda? But okay, I guess to wrap up the TikTok mental, mental oh. illness, I'm sorry. I guess to just wrap that up, my final thoughts would be 
it is okay to like have things about yourself that are private and that like keeping something private into yourself or among you and like a few close people is not the same as like being embarrassed or ashamed about it like people aren't entitled to like hear very intimate details of yourself or about you Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's kind of been shifted away from where now like if someone like i know i like i have plenty of friends who like have confided in me like oh yeah i go to therapy but don't like talk about it at large or like post on their instagram story like <laughs> lattes before therapy or whatever like therapy's become yeah. like a weird like brag <laughs> and it's like and it's like okay like it's it's uh so that's just another example of the pendulum swinging um yeah and like straight guys using therapy as like a flex on dating apps like hinge or whatever being like yeah i go to therapy like a real man i'm just like yeah that's like a red flag um deal with your problems yourself like a real man deal with your problems in silence i miss when men went to war you can't call yourself a man if you don't deal with all your problems internally and never speak to anyone about it and we've always said that meaning i am no man (laughs) you're my man stop it that's my man. My dream could take you. Oh my God, Nick! What's up? Happy anniversary oh, um, no. to you agreeing at gunpoint to follow me <laughs> on Instagram. Aww, isn't Aww. that special? Can you believe? I cannot believe two years. I cannot believe that within the a calendar year. We were you breaking went from up. Not following. No, 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 no. You went from not following me on Instagram to us having a podcast and us being on the verge of a breakup. That's. It's just like so much could happen in a year. At this time next year, I will probably be pregnant with your <laughs> bastard twins. Like for my potent semen. Um, I. <laughs> it flew here. I'm like, oh my god! It's so potent. So. Um, <laughs> Woo! Um, Nick's gonna come into my septic system, and then my toilet's gonna explode again, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh God!" That'd be funny if I need to stop touching my hair. Um, I'm like, "Why is my hair so oily?" And it's like, "Cause you keep running your grubby little paws through it, you monster." God, your grubby little paws covered in your potent semen, freak. <laughs> when you found out I didn't follow you, and mm-hmm. you like text me that you were like what the fuck you don't fucking follow me that Uh if you had then said and in 365 days if i'd been a fucking oracle (laughs) we will be we will be 20 episodes deep into a podcast we will have a patreon that is making money we (laughs) (laughs) and we were gonna be so close that we're flying too close to the sun And baby, we're about to burn. I would have been like, I, I would have been like, Megan, I need to block her number. I think she's having a psychotic break. <sighs> uh, but right? Absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. No doubt. <laughs> I just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> also did i ever tell you about okay so i was in los angeles last week los angeles did i ever tell you about my experience in brandy melville no 
I don't know if this is going to be funny to you, but it's funny to anyone who's shopped on their website or grew up with Brandy Melville, like, giving them a fucking eating disorder in high school. I've walked through a Brandy Melville once or twice in my day. Okay, so are you familiar with the fact that it's a one-size-fits-all store? I feel like I, at one point, did know that, uh, but then forgot about it, so I had forgotten. So as a fun little reminder, all of their clothes only come in one size, which is miniature. (laughs) (laughs) Which is infant. (laughs) Like, yeah, essentially. So That is so funny. Sometimes sometimes their jeans will be small, medium, large, large being a size four. Um, So if you wanted to develop some something up there in your brain, try shopping at Brandy Melville. Anyway. um, (laughs) I tried to scream, but my head was in Brandy Melville. (laughs) Sorry, let me back this up. I will still patronize their business because they make cute shit and it fits me so you know what it fits I my won't. baby body it fits my tiny infantile body oh my, God. <laughs> Jesus. my tiny prepubescent <laughs> so i was informed that brandy melville this retailer that like promotes eating disorders um <laughs> At the Grove in L.A., yeah. they opened a a pizza restaurant <laughs> next door to Brandy Melville. What's it called? It's called Chill Since 93, and I genuinely could not recommend it enough. It's fucking delicious. And it's, and it's vegan? Um, they had one that... Okay, listen. They had one vegan option mm. that I got, like, kind of as a joke. I was like, if it's bad, like, whatever, it was $15, I'll live. Yeah. So true. It was just bread, like a personal pizza, marinara sauce, tomatoes, Uh and basil, Uh and olive oil. Some of the best food I've ever had, which is, like, really dramatic. (laughs) One of the best oat milk lattes I've ever had in my life. Like, it was, like, weirdly good. Incredible. Put a pin in oat milk lattes. Okay. (laughs) I did go shop at the Brandy Melville before I got my ED pizza. And what I experienced was it seemed like the employees were doing like an SNL skit of what it's like to work at a Brandy Melville. (laughs) I was the only customer. Not one of them looked at me or spoke to me once. They were all standing behind the counter having the following conversation. Yeah, I'm going to the snow on Saturday. Um, Yeah, Leah's driving and um, Jessica's coming too. And yeah, Jessica's bringing her dogs. Oh my God, that's so fun. Yeah, and like they're all going to ski, but like I'm not because like I can't ski. So like I'm going to watch the dogs. But like it's really sad because like one of the dogs is dying Oh my god, I'm going to Tahoe next week, the week after. Oh yeah, we're not going to Tahoe, we're going to such and such lake. Oh my god, that's so fun. Did I tell you what Brandon said the other day? Oh my god, what did he say? And I was like, can I use a fitting room, please? You'd already shoplifted at that point. Like, you were you were <laughs> in and out. Like, Okay, also, since... <laughs> well, while I'm on that topic... Yes. How expensive? What 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 are the prices there? 
it's really cheap. It is? Okay, because I... Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're, like, little tank tops are probably, like, 14 bucks. Oh, the most okay. expensive thing would be a pair of jeans for, like, 40 Oh, okay. That's... Okay. It's a... Okay. So, also, if you're in... Or, I mean, I can't speak... I can't speak to all brandies because I know it's some that they like check the number of things you bring in before you try on. Uh, the one at the Grove, they sure as fuck don't. The one at the Grove in Los Angeles. That's the one. Um, there's no security tags and they don't check your items before you bring them into the fitting room. So <laughs> do with that information what you will. <laughs> Go steal your tiny tanks and eat your pizza. Bye. <laughs> I was like, should I steal as an act of rebellion for this awful customer service? Oh, my God. They should also just put the dog down instead of letting it die. No, I know. Um, I agree. I'm like, you should have intervened. You should have been like, Get, send me the address of this dog. <laughs> <Clarice's> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I trust you bitches to take care of a dying dog. Like while you're blackout drunk in Tahoe with nothing in your tiny little stomach other than a nibble of your chill since 93 pizza and your oat milk latte. Okay. What's next on the agenda? So, oat milk lattes. Um, oh yeah. Sorry. I, let's remove that pin that I put so, in there. Yeah, for sure. A Dunkin' recently opened, uh, like, two blocks from me. I almost went when I was with you. <sighs> I was looking at it on a map, and I was like, I should go to Dunkin'. And I said something to Sophie, and that was uh, what, I don't know. For some reason, we didn't yeah, yeah. go. But I really wanted to go. No, and, like, I'm not, a su- I'm not like, incredibly familiar with the Dunk, because... With, like, the lore behind the Dunk? <laughs> well, yeah. It, I mean, it's such, like, an East Coast brand mm-hmm. that is, like... Now, like, I would say, like, pretty solidly on the West Coast. Not, like... I didn't know that. Not, like, Starbucks, which I think is fine, because I've never... I don't think I've ever seen one in Oregon. I don't think there is one. Probably not. That's why I didn't realize it was in California, because I thought, like, if there's none in Oregon, it must be an East Coast-only thing. Understandable. Because Oregon's, like, so up and coming. If there's not one in, like, Portland. Have you heard of Oregon? Yeah. It's, like, the Midwest of the West Coast. Literally, how fucking dare you? <laughs> I said that a few years ago in like a class that I also had an also had a kid from Oregon in it, and she was like, "Oh my god, yeah," and I was like, "Yeah." You can say it because you're from here, yeah. and I will allow Oregon slander from you. If, if someone else said that, I would like, hit, yeah, no. It's fuck Eugene until someone who's not from Oregon says it, and then I'm ready to start swinging. Oh. oh. <laughs> Without a doubt. Or someone who's leaving Eugene being like, fuck this city. Really quick tangent. Okay. I have this, like, big brain thought okay. that perhaps, I mean, there are exceptions to this rule. Always. But if you're moving out of a sp- specific city or state for no discernible reason other than I just fucking hate it there. You have some bigger issues that need to be addressed because, like, your same problems are going to follow you anywhere and still exist no matter where you live. I... Yes. And... hundred Have you ever met someone? Yes. Have you ever met a gay person? <laughs> have you ever met a person? Yeah. If I just plunked you down in random cities throughout the U.S. and you pulled people As and you said, how long have you lived here? I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah. We always but Nick do on that. my helicopter yeah. and he parachuted out. And then I have to jetpack back up. With his rocket boots. Yeah. Um, I'm just like spinning just in like... circles and like screaming. 
<laughs> just my head like slamming into the concrete <laughs> over and over. And Clarice, <laughs> just you jumping and laughing and clapping as she does when she. But honestly, if you like pulled pain. random people in mid-sized to big cities across the U.S. and asked mm-hmm. them, "Do you like this place?" Most people are going to say no. Like, everyone yeah. hates where they live because existence is fucking futile. <laughs> That's just, like... It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Yeah, no. It's... Yeah. Pe- people <laughs> associate location with their problems, like, a little too strongly. Um, like, me studying abroad and, like, making, like, almost, like, zero friends... Has to do with your personality disorder and has nothing to do with Scott. It has to do with my DID, with my Tourette's. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you had no friends in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. So that's not like because that's not Edinburgh's fault. That's like problems. Like, like that's not the place's issue, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not to say that. Like, I imagine I would be happier in. Los Angeles than in like Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry to our Oklahomans. (laughs) Now I'm so good. Wait, wait, let me see if we have any listeners in Oklahoma real quick. Okay. Oh my God. We have several Oklahoma listeners. Good. Stillwater, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and Mustang. What the fuck is going on in Mustang? Mustang, Oklahoma listener, please DM us. We want to know all about your life. Yeah, we want to have you on the pod for a chance to win <laughs> six hundred thousand billion thousand <laughs> shekels. Yeah. You're in the driver's seat. I'm in a practice okay, so relinquishing control. Clarice trip to the Brandy Melville store. Check. Check. Oh, should we address Betty White's passing? Her untimely passing. Okay, before soon. we do that, I'm going to talk about my car crash. Let's oh, do yeah. That. Okay. Tell me the story, because I still don't really know what happened. So, <laughs> there was a man. So <laughs> There often is. Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> so, yeah. So, last week when Claray and Sophie were visiting me, uh, the three of us had just been hanging out, and then I dropped Claray off uh, back to her mother, Megan. <laughs> and my mother, my wife, caretaker. Exactly. And so I dropped her back off with Megan and then me and Sophie were driving back to my place and we were on, we're on like a main, not a, not a freeway, but we're on like a main street of Los Angeles. What street? It's the street I live on. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. <Yeah>. Hollywood <laughs> Avenue. <so. laughs> Mulholland Runyon Drive. Canyon. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I live at I live atop Runyon. <laughs> I despise that place. I've never been. I'm boycotting it. Boycott Nick, Runyon. Never say never. I'm saying never. Um, it's gonna be your favorite place. It's where it's where we'll become friends. So, I've always said that. That's where you'll propose. Ride the horse. Okay. Wind it up. <laughs> Wind it up, rap whore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Me and Sophie are. <laughs> me and Sophie are driving down this like main street of Los Angeles, and we get to 
um, a target. Um, and as we're like approaching the target, we see that there's like some sort of traffic incident collision going on um, in like uh-huh. the far right lane, and everyone's like moving over to the far left lane. And as we drive by, we see like this like crossover SUV and like a tiny little like early 2000s sedan um both like stopped in the middle of the road and the driver of the crossover was out of his car and like screaming at the driver of the sedan and i didn't get a good view of the driver in the sedan but it it honestly kind of looked like he didn't understand that he was like being yelled at for causing a car crash can you blame him was the vibe i was getting um so like every time i cause a car crash and get yelled at i'm kind of dissociating too with the with the limited data that i have um i would gander that sedan hit crossover suv um and crossover suv or almost did and then crossover suv um went fucking berserk can we also talk about like road rage um put a pin on that sure we have a full docket for like an hour more of recording no, i'm so excited dude so <laughs> um this episode's gonna be crazy so sorry we drive past and we look and we're like all right and then we continue on along our way and then we cross this intersection we cross this intersection and then we start um and then the road changes to kind of be a bit more like highway and like the speed limit's 55 um for like three miles before slowing down again and as we like are starting up this this new kind of highway portion uh we're gaining speed and then like literally like out of nowhere we just feel like i don't i mean i don't even know how to describe it it's like it's like if a bull like kind of rammed into like the back of your car i guess it's like probably that much impact um where it's like you definitely feel it and like there's movement and there's like a sound um but it's not like we weren't like spinning out of control yeah. it wasn't like we got t-boned it looks like we just it was got... like someone like shoulder checked you yeah, if you were like exactly if it was just like walking down the street yeah or just like or like a really hard like hockey tackle or something for sure well he's on that and i know a lot about hockey hockey guys are hot they all look like oh. monsters and then they take it all off and it's like, oh my God, I need, I need cock. My dream, a man that looks like a monster, but can strip it down a man, to be a toothless uh, yeah. <laughs> sex god. I like my men to look like, <laughs> to look like the Grim Reaper. Um, but then in the bedroom, when they take it all off, I want their faces to look like horrifying disfigured goblins exactly like, i've literally always said with that the 12 pack. <laughs> so it looks like we just got or it felt like we just got sideswiped or something and then i look in my blind spot and it's the fucking sedan from the from the, from the thing oh. that we drove past like literally 30 seconds earlier what homie just saw you and was like, when I see a faggot, I floor it. And then just like sped away from the fucking crime scene and was like, gotta kill. <laughs> she came for me. No. It was um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> she was drunk driving and tried to <laughs> and committed a hate crime. 
I'm like immediate, like pretty much like as soon as I registered that like a car just hit us, I told I like handed Sophie my phone and I said take a picture of the car. Classic hetero Nick in the car. No, right? I was like I was like sorry, I would find this really desirable. <laughs> I'm in the backseat, like ah. Uh. Phone. Say take a picture of his license plate. But like the brief second that I saw him. Uh, as the car passed he was just like adjusting his like left side mirror and like he was fully like leaning Ah. out of an open window (laughs) and like adjusting it with like really intense focus like his his eyes were only on the rearview mirror as he was adjusting going like 40 miles an hour and i was like oh this guy's like somewhere else right now this guy's this man is on delta eight like And so, yeah, so Sophie gets the photo of the car, and then the car, like, takes off, takes the, it, this was, like, during, like, peak rush hour. It was, like, really, really busy. And then the car, like, takes, like, the one side road before the next, like, for, the last one for, like, three miles. Before his, like, next victim? But, yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? He was, like, time for another faggot. No. Doing God's work. Yes. <laughs> and I applaud him. Yeah. He's so. like, faggot chick. <laughs> so then me and Sophie go to this Mexican restaurant and I fill out like a DMV report and like my ins- <laughs> and, like, my insurance claim and shit. And then this is like the first time I've had to like deal with any of this and I hate it and it's like exhausting and like. I'd rather kill myself than do paperwork. And I've always it, said that. It does not make sense. <laughs> and I and I have good insurance and I have like really good insurance and they're like going to take care of it and stuff. But no, filling out the paperwork, it still feels like you did the wrong thing. You're like, why am I in trouble? Me worried. Me worried that my insurance is going to listen to this and be like, did he contradict the claim? They're not listening, baby. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Finish your car crash story, bitch. So I fill out the insurance claim and it's, yeah, it, it's just a bureaucratic mess. It doesn't make sense. And yeah, you're right. Like it does. I, I feel like I, I did something wrong and I'm like, no, like a drunk guy hit my car and then drove away. <laughs> like I like I was I've never been in an accident. I've like I've gotten one ticket for a illegal U-turn uh, for being a naughty boy. Yeah. Um, Needs to and, be punished. And the officer wouldn't let me suck him off. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm sucking dick to get out of a ticket. It's like a win win. Um, if I could suck dick to get out of a ticket, I would do so many. I would be such a worse driver. There would be so many more dead people because of you. Uh, that went from like get out of a ticket to like I love cop. get out of like a manslaughter charge. So yeah, I feel like I did something wrong, even though I didn't. Blah blah blah. And then my insurance sent me like a list of like car shops that are approved through them, or like. Oh, and, uh, like, a rental car place, blah, blah, blah. So then I am now talking to the collision people and, like, sending them photos of the car and, like, being like, this is what happened. And you just have to, like, tell the same story over and over and over, and it's just a nightmare. And then the fucking car shop got back to me, and they're like, oh, this is your estimate. And it's, like, (laughs) $8,800. I mean, insurance is going to cover it, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying that. Um... But, oh, here's here's the real, the final nail in the coffin. This is to counter your parents' car crash story, which ended with that incredible twist that the man is a cop. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, can I guess what this guy does? Did they find him? 
So I sent the story. I want to guess what he does for work. That's not what I'm getting at. I don't know what he does for work. Oh. I send everything to my insurance, including the photos of the car and like his license plate number. And then the agent assigned to my case, he sent me an email last week and he said, <laughs> he no. said, a, stolen cars, a preliminary search of that license doesn't show any valid insurance. So Ban was yeah. drunk driving a 2003 like Mercedes sedan without insurance and just like hitting people. Maybe he was like planning on k-wording later that day, and he's like, "Gotta go out with a bang." I mean, all in the grand scheme of car crashes, it's not like horrible because like no one was injured or anything. But I mean, nine thousand dollars of damage. And then probably how much did the other car he hit? Like, yeah, I, another nine k. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So my insurance should be paying for all of it, but I also filed like a police report, a cab. But I filed a police report, and <laughs> um, <laughs> along with re-stigmatize mental health, refund the police. <laughs> refund the police when it benefits you, guys. I need them to find that man. <laughs> they need everyone. Refund the police until they find that man, and then we can defund them again. But until then, they need our money. Refund and support. the police until we can figure out what the hell is going on. So <laughs> I've always said yeah, that. So true. So that's my car crash. Mm, two thumbs down. Okay, what is this on our agenda yes. about Bella Hadid posting a crying selfie? Okay, so we're doing some... Enlighten me, because I haven't seen we're it. We're doing some live research. Because um, I oh, literally girl, didn't girl. read this article. Can I make it up? Bella Hadid posts vulnerable crying selfie, also shows cellulite. What an inspiration... May we all try to be like Bella. How'd I do? Okay, so she did an interview with the Wall Street Journal magazine, LMAO. Good for Bella. So, even though, oh my god, we talked about, we were talking about this a year ago. Oh my god. People being, yeah, you and me, we were talking about this a year ago. People fucking being like, Instagram isn't real like it's not real oh my like yes. biggest pet peeve even though on Instagram things look so beautiful at the end of the day we are all cut from the same cloth speak for yourself okay, Bella no offense <laughs> you're but, not like, cut we've from our cloth seen... sorry we've seen your fucking ED mom like I don't believe that your life is beautiful like the illusion was broken as soon as I saw Yolanda Hadid being like and then you will get back on your diet two almonds a day like <laughs> like what do you mean I, I, no one thought your life the was mom beautiful we all need. shut up um, <laughs> I mean thing. okay she's a smoothie person apparently if she can get the gym in she'll get the gym in that's her new year's resolution um, okay she hasn't had a stylist for two years. She's so brave. So, yeah, thank you for sharing your trauma, <laughs> She drinks smoothies, does, goes to the gym sometimes, and doesn't have a stylist. The interviewer like, yeah, said, same. you mentioned the gym. What does that part of your routine look like? AKA, like, what do you do at the gym? And then she says, what I love to do is take long walks on the Hudson. And I'm like, Bella, please focus on the question. Um, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, interviewer asks. Wall Street Journal magazine. 
You've opened up uh, about mental health on social media, like with the photos you posted of you crying on Instagram. How did you get the idea to start photographing yourself when you were crying? Girl, what? How did you get the idea to start? As if this is like some like She's like, so I followed this dumb yeah, bitch named the Grease Trap no, she said, Queen, well, I, and I took I a page my from assistant her book. on Instagram. <laughs> Ray. And I love her vulnerability. Oh my god. Do you guys like an episode 12 callback? Continuing. Um, our cinematic universe. <laughs> our auditory experience. I would have really depressive episodes and my mom or my doctor would ask how I was and instead of having to respond in text, I would just send them a photo. Literally us. It was, Literally it was the us, easiest love. thing for me to do at the time because I was never able to explain how I was feeling. I would just be in excruciating and debilitating mental and physical pain and I didn't know why. That was over the past three years. Damn, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> God. But also being like, I didn't have the words to describe my pain and then describes it. Imagine Yolanda Hadid being like, how are you? And you sent her a selfie and she's like, you look, you've eaten too many almonds. Like <laughs> She's like, less almond. No, go to three fourths. <laughs> so. <laughs> what? Go to gym, Bella. When, <laughs> you feel better. Bella, no almond. When I posted them, it was to make sure that anybody that was feeling that way knew it was okay to feel that way. Even though on Instagram, things look Shut so beautiful up. at the end of the day. We're all cut from the same cloth. So true, sister. I felt like it was just good for me to be able to speak my truth. Hell yeah. And at some point, I wasn't able to post nice, pretty (laughs) pictures anymore. I was over it. How are you doing now? I do have good days. Today is a good day. My brain fog is feeling better. I don't feel depressed. I don't have as much anxiety as I usually do. But tomorrow, I could wake up and be the complete opposite. That's why I get so overwhelmed. But that post made me less lonely because I had a lot of people that have reached out saying, I feel that way too. Walking outside, being able to remember there are so many people going through things and have similar patterns to me makes me feel better. I don't know if that's not what people want on Instagram, and that's fine. I don't have to be on Instagram forever. Well, you kind of do because it's your job. I feel like real is the new real, and that's what's important to me. Oh... I like how it has to be a trend in order for her to participate. Being real. Blanket statement. I like believe her mental health issues, etc. And that that pain was real. And I'm not going to give that disclaimer again. <laughs> I'm not even going to give that disclaimer. Imagine like, being no, she's lying. a little nobody. Imagine being a little nobody. Mm-hmm. And DMing Bella Hadid and being like, oh my god, girl, I'm depressed too. And then being Bella Hadid in your million dollar mansion, being like, oh my god, they get it. The fucking plebs get me. Like, shut up. I'm not alone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Imagine having so little self-awareness that you do that interview and let it be posted on the internet. (laughs) Bella Adid. That's what a fucking silver spoon ass life leads to. This kind of shitty behavior. Get it in check. Oh God, what did she say? Like a few months ago, she was like, "I didn't get my first designer clothes until I was seventeen. I didn't get my Louboutins." Until She's like, then. "I got my first Louis bag when I was eighteen. When I graduated, I like didn't grow up with that kind of stuff. Like, like high school graduation was when I got my first designer handbag. Like." You're so relatable. I I cannot stand 
when hugely oh, like here we go, I here get we go, it when like I get it I get it when like YouTube famous people who just like live in a nice house and will never struggle a day in their lives complain i get it when someone of like bella hadid or like kardashian wealth tries to be relatable by saying they didn't get a designer bag until they turned 18 they they're proving our point being relatable being relatable is not for you you don't get to like you just don't also i enjoy the the fruits of your like i personally don't give a shit about them being relatable i'm like no you're not relatable and that's why people are interested in you but also, I'm special and different, and I don't expect anything from celebrities. No, I will, yeah. Therefore, I don't care when no, they die. because you're the smartest person ever. My brain is literally so big. So, sire. Um, That's incredibly annoying. The sire? The oh. article! <laughs> Clary said, that's really annoying. And I was like, oh, I made Bippy mad. <laughs> that's actually really annoying. And by that, I mean you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, okay. But also acting as if, like, taking photos of it is, like, an art installation. Or, like, some type of, like, big statement piece. I'm like, do you remember that photo that Drew Barrymore posted of her, like, having a breakdown? While you find that, I would like to also take a moment to say that the discourse surrounding Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly's engagement ring. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, Shut what's up. The ring? I'm not familiar with this drums. Um, the ring has two stones on it in my I think it's called a Muay Thai ring. Um, and it's kind of similar to the ring that Ariana Grande has. People are saying that it's really ugly. I agree that it's really ugly. Stands of Indie Blue. She's a influencer, like Utah influencer. Mm-hmm. She has the, like a similar ring. And everyone's like, Indie did it first. She's copying Indie. And I'm like, can everyone shut up collectively? The fact that they think Megan That's all Fox I have to say knows about that. who this lady is. Incredibly annoying. Almost more annoying than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um... i've always said that um something that i've like been meaning to say for like months to this point on this podcast is just like a real quick side note about the song on red taylor's version called i think i bet you think about me when she says like i grew up on a farm it wasn't fancy just like living room dancing and kitchen table bills as in like as in we've like we've seen her childhood as in home like, what like utility bills or like the wi-fi <laughs> she didn't have wi-fi then you can google taylor swift's childhood home do you want to see a picture of it go google it is she cosplaying as a poor? why is taylor trying to cosplay as like working class that's so weird a file that under things that are also more annoying than that the, ma- like <laughs> so strange that ma- that made me that made me I was like okay well that definitely is something she wrote in 2012 obviously like I fully believe that because I don't think she would do that now um I agree but I was kind of surprised you didn't change it because I'm like are you singing as yourself she's gotta right stay now? true to her like, roots I know I pretend that it's more of like a character or a story I'm doing this thing 
I've, I'm, I'm practicing gratitude. this, um, yeah, this like really grounding form of gratitude <laughs> where I am taking all the media that I consume with an enormous grain of salt and with a large suspension of disbelief. And what I that sounds like a joyous by that is when I listen to okay, unless it's nonfiction, I'm not like watching the news, being like suspension of disbelief. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, but is the Israeli-Palestine conflict real? I don't know. She's maybe like, is Israel um, real? <laughs> I've never been to Israel, so how can I know it's real? If, for example, I when I listen to my Lord and Savior Taylor Swift, um, or Lana Del Rey's newest album Blue Bannisters, which has been getting me through the last like three weeks of my Whereas, life, like, go stream Blue Bannisters. Um, uh, or more recently, watching Euphoria because the new season is currently airing every Sunday at six p.m. Whoa, Western time. What's that called? Pacific Standard Time. Hey, That's the time. Um, I've still never seen uh, Euphoria. It's a great I've heard show. Very good things. There is a lot of really annoying discourse happening on TikTok, and I'm like, "Hey guys, it's fiction." Is it because a character said retard? Did you no, see the drama about that? It's someone. No, someone I like don't want to post it on their story. Added the like actress who s- had the line. It was, like, really disappointing to hear you say this on tonight's episode of Euphoria. And really... Alexa Demi doesn't and care. really shocking that it got past this many execs. And I'm like, oh, so you literally don't understand that, like, a character on a TV show about, like... I Once again, I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming, like, not 100% great people said something not good like oh my god okay i wasn't planning on having this conversation because you haven't (laughs) seen it but i'm gonna just say some general things since we're but since we're here it seems like people especially the internet youths (laughs) think that it's like tv and movies exist simply so we can play the is this character a good person or a bad person (laughs) Mm -hmm. game which i find shocking especially in the case of euphoria because a i mean people in general are very complicated complex Mm -hmm. beings and i know from experience when i was in high school i was not a 100 percent good person Mm -hmm. and I have seen far too many TikToks being like, if you like Cassie, that's a red flag. If you don't like Cassie, that's a red flag. Have some empathy. No, we need to hold her accountable. She's using her white woman tears. She's too privileged. She's a victim. And I'm like, okay, all of those things can coexist. She is a complicated also, she's character a in a fictional fucking also, she's TV show. not real. Like, she exists in, like, the mind of, like, seven writers, like... But you know what is real? Sydney Sweeney's bodacious breasts. <laughs> and we can all agree on that. Hell yeah, girl. Um, I've always if you find that. yourself having to weigh your morals of if Cassie's a good person or not, and that's keeping you up at night, I would direct your attention to her chest and her nipples, <laughs> and you can ponder it there and then try to decide what's really important in life debating the like morality of euphoria made up hbo characters or tits tits are forever i've literally always said that i find it very interesting that people 
especially nowadays but the thing is i don't know i'm like nowadays but i'm like i don't like maybe this has always gone on and i'm just like growing up and becoming aware of it um like maybe people have always been this fucking annoying i don't know um i'm like i miss the 80s so um, <laughs> i miss when betty white yeah, i miss her bring her back um we were gonna have her on the podcast we weren't gonna tell you guys but she, she was, was our supposed next to be our guest. <laughs> guys she was supposed to be on this week fuck Ah! Oh, God. Um, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> I find it really interesting that people have this like expectation that like art is going to just v- validate. I almost said validate. Is going to validate that their too. Pre-existing morals and like ethical stances and like political beliefs and like social beliefs and like that that people have an expectation that they're supposed to watch something and like have not be challenged at all or like be made to maybe feel uncomfortable or like have a character do something that elicits a emotional response from you regarding like the differences in like your ethics and theirs and like maybe they're trying to say something by eliciting that response in you and it's like oh my god you're just stupid like you just uh, okay like like no and and also if you only consume media or whatever that like confirms your pre-existing beliefs you're just like in an echo chamber of your own head and like you're not living in the real world if you're not even like willing to Mm -hmm. listen to people who you disagree with like it makes no sense also i mean okay i remember in the episode when Alexa Demi, Alexa Demi's character, how the fuck you say? Also, how fucking old is Alexa Demi? Is she 25? Is she 31? I think that's so fun and mysterious. I wish I was that mysterious. Uh, there's like discourse about it. Her age? Yeah, she like lied about it and it's confusing if she is older than she once claimed to I, be. I'm really proud. I'm pretty sure she's 30. I'm proud of the... Um early gen z's late late millennials who um like recolonized the word discourse um and they just took what gossip is and they're just like no this is discourse like to give it like some like weird intellectual academic edge but it's like it's really just like tabloid gossip we're not gossiping we're discoursing yeah I'm like, we're not mean. We're just being honest. It's like, no, we're being really mean. Two girls, one yeah. discourse. Okay, Two but when girls, her character shut the said fuck retard. Up, mean. <laughs> when her character said retard, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting, an interesting choice that the writers made mm-hmm. because it makes you think about her character also, who and says what her that background in Like, especially someone her age. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the show is probably actually taking place more in, like, 2018. Oh, okay. But still. Times have changed. No, but still. People weren't saying retard that much around our age and below in 2018, I think. I agree. And so I think it was really interesting, and it makes you as an audience member think about what that character's upbringing Mm -hmm. and life and, like, social conditioning has been, like, in order for her to say that. And I pondered that for about seven seconds. And then I said, okay, on with the show. And you said, oh, they're continuing to speak. I should keep listening. I was like, oh, interesting writing choice. That's 
gives me like a little more insight onto who Maddie is as a character. Continue. And then I didn't think about it ever again because not every thought and opinion I have has to have a fucking like moral resolution. Yeah, I will say that this is something that like over the past few months, my thinking has like very much not changed, but just like God, we're so fucking just smart. Evolved. Um, <laughs> especially with like the little YouTube success that I've had and just like having the experience of like YouTube comments. <laughs> mm-hmm. I realized that I had been making the mistake in my life. Oh, how do I explain this? The The short of it is I think I was like bestowing upon like, like the comments on my sharp objects video that you and I talked about that like just were really stupid and unanalytical and like thank you morbid diabolus no not even that one like the people who were serious like the non-trolls um oh yeah, yeah, yeah like and all that i made the mistake of like bestowing upon these anonymous youtube commenters the same like pedigree i give myself regarding like words and opinions and thoughts like i was giving them like the same like level of power as like I mm-hmm. give my own opinion, which is really not good because ultimately these are some random people that you don't know and it doesn't matter uh literally at all. Yeah. Um and so kind of disconnecting myself from that and being like, okay, like I I like I can just like look at that comment and be like, okay, like I don't agree with them and they're wrong and move on. You can also just do that. Like not everything needs to have like a hot take or a hot em- i'm like don't you guys have like heartburn like aren't you like tired well not to sound like a republican this but podcast. it does feel like literally it's <laughs> a that should be our title not to sound republican <laughs> it does feel like people our age and like internet children <laughs> are kind of just like constantly laying in wait of someone to say something problematic or they don't agree with so they can pounce on it and be like, they said retarded on euphoria. An Ah!" actress playing a character said her line. Like if, if anything, get mad at the writer of the episode. (laughs) And even then, which don't, because once again, that is still very stupid. Um, but like, definitely don't DM Alexa to me and oh. say, "How dare you she's say busy. your line?" She's, how dare you say your line eloquently? No, she's too busy being like. She's too busy lying about yeah, her she, age and forging a birth she's certificate. She's too busy being so a sixty-three-year-old woman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my so god! And like, just once again, it's more interesting to talk about like nuance in euphoria and like yeah i mean obviously it's fiction it's not like the most realistic thing (laughs) but i think there Mm -hmm. are elements that are like pretty realistic to a high school Mm -hmm. experience and it's very interesting (laughs) absolutely Um, (laughs) i mean it's interesting looking back as an adult and being able to see like characters doing bad things Mm -hmm. and like seeing some of that in yourself and being like, oh, damn, like, I totally was self-destructive in a similar way. That's interesting. And it's a bummer to see people on TikTok being like, and she's a bad person for it. Because, like, 
I would like to be able to give my 15-year-old self some grace and yeah. say, like, you did some questionable things, but you're not a bad well, person. Is, is that like, that's really people... overdramatic and not helpful. And it's fiction. <laughs> these... <laughs> Once again. <laughs> these fucking people <laughs> are probably the ages of these characters on the show. And they're so, just mad that they're not getting invited to heroin parties. They're mad like, about just that. Just say they're that mad, you're lame. They're mad that they can't stop at Brandy Melville. <laughs> They're mad that they're bound to be. F- no, no, but they're like they're mad because they're the same age. Sydney Sweeney also can't shop at Brandy Melville with titties that size. She would, she would rip, rip yeah. those fucking six month to two year onesies in half. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. Um, no, it's like they're the same age as these characters on the show. And they're just like want to. They want to prove their like moral superiority because they see people like, they see people being fans of the show and being like, "Oh, I love this character," and then being like, "Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm better than this character." And I'm like, "No, you need to like see a doctor and like go outside. <laughs> like, you need to get your thyroid checked. Like, you need some vitamin like, D." <laughs> I just think it's so much more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I just think that I am a big fan of the show. And I think it is so visually beautiful. Yeah. And, like, it's shot on film this season. Ooh. And so it's just, like, it, it's really beautiful to look at in all of the way that they use clothing and music and makeup. And I think it's just, like, I mean, the show has obviously influenced, like, mainstream style mm-hmm. hugely. And... I think from that standpoint and the way that they use colors and makeup and clothing and music is just so beautiful. And like, even if I was an alien or didn't understand English, I think I would still enjoy the show just because it's so pretty. Even if you only, even if you only spoke in shapes. <laughs> even if I only spoke in shapes and was high out of my mind on Delta 8 and couldn't comprehend the show, I think I'd still enjoy it. No, I need to, maybe I'll start that tonight because... I feel I don't I don't You should start it so that you can catch up to the I don't season like and enjoy out the beautiful the film. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, my best decision I ever made was to stop hating things and enjoy Absolutely. things because and like once watching again the like show I along like as it comes out is so fun. Once I just want to like acknowledge like your growth and like just that growth is like ongoing and like there's always like even more room in that department. Nick, sometimes, Nick, sometimes when you interrupt me and I choose to put my foot down and keep talking and then I let you see what you were going to say that the interrupt, like what the interruption was going to be and you say it, I'm like, damn, he's really picking some strange battles here. Me and that, me me and and episode 44 being like... Being like, maybe there's some sexism here. And you're just like, well, yeah. And like, here's my opinion. And I'm just like, and then <laughs> I'm just like, shut up, <laughs> woman. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody, 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 the horse. Okay. So oh, last. Take your antipsychotics. Last up. Um, or don't. And film it in DMS. Um, <laughs> this is an article from Bloomberg. Um on january 11th read to me paolo <laughs> so like a week ago <clears throat> it's a very very short article cannabis compounds prevented the virus that causes covid19 
from penetrating healthy human cells, according to a lab study published in the Journal of Nature Products. Um, two compounds f- commonly found in hemp, CBGA and CBDA. C- CBGA, CBDA. <laughs> so true. <laughs> were, identified using, were identified during a chemical screening effort as having potential to combat coronavirus, researchers from Oregon State University said. In the study... <gasps> represent go beebs in the study they bound to spike proteins found on the virus and blocked a step the pathogen uses to infect people i'm like oh okay that's why i haven't gotten covid yeah if like if like that's true which like that's like who knows who knows but if that becomes like proven proven i'm like oh okay this is this is why i i brought that up with my therapist and i was like yeah i think that's why i like haven't gotten covid and she's like yeah you just like have that extra defense for some reason i'm like exactly just like some for some reason <laughs> like i just have that i think that that 20 dollar joint that we <laughs> smoked is what prevented me from getting covid at the hollywood Bay- burbank airport like there's nothing i arrived in that airport and i was like oh, i'll be getting covid um that's good to know I'm going to keep smoking weed every day. I think it's fascinating. Um, also, like, it once again, if this gets, like, proven, proven, where it's like, yeah, like, cannabis prevents COVID, it's like, yo, we just, we should, like, that would end COVID if we just, like, legalized weed everywhere and we're like, guys, weed, like, prevents you from getting it. Like, it would literally go away in, like, two weeks. <laughs> That is, like, dream scenario, dystopian, absolute best possible outcome. And you know what? I hope it happens. And you know what? I've always said that. Signing off, I'm Nick. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nick with the ones and twos. And this is Claret in the studio with the threes and fours. Um, It's been a blast having you on our radio show today. I like to pretend that we're doing a radio show sometime. Um, tune in tomorrow with DJ Khaled and DJ Khaled. <laughs> okay, are we gonna do Hilo Hero? Oh, okay. My high was every moment was every high and every low, and my low was ending it right now. And my hero was you for sticking through the end. Are you still recording? No, that's my altar. Hello, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, me and Claray produce and edit and sound mix. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me, Nick, on Instagram at Nick Curl, and you can follow Claray on Instagram at The Grace Trap Queen. Music by Anabolic Beats. We would like to thank our patrons who have selected the immortal tier on our patreon for allowing us to you know make the show we really appreciate it so thank you to cameron hazel herring jade watson john sims laura zimmerman megan donovan op queef piss baby sasha kosek teresa graham and vinish 542 we really really appreciate it <laughs>